You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. This podcast is presented by the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, who have been telling Oklahoma's story through its people since 1927. Follow them online at oklahomahof.com and then definitely follow them on Instagram for all the information that you need because I'm sure that's where you follow us as well, at oklahomahof. Let's get into today's episode. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This is Oklahoma. Mike Hearn here, your host, back with another episode down in Oklahoma City today in the group fly house, I guess. That would be the right way to put it. Yes, I like that. Right, yeah. right, right in our HQ. Right in group fly HQ. Vernon Dees is on the podcast with me. Um, someone who I've really wanted to have on the podcast for a long time because we know a wow. lot of the same people. Yes. And I'll see you out and you know, see you on social media and... I mean, as someone like myself coming from the UK, I'm a golfer, right? Golfers have a certain style. They're kind of very boring and old. That's kind of changing a little bit. But I always look to people, uh, just you, Les, David's starting to get some style. Um, (laughs) You know, got to give David a little bit of banter as well if he's listening. Uh, You know, so... Obviously, keep an eye on what you guys are doing and, and the T-shirt thing. You know, it's been going well, but it's obviously a lot more than that. Um, but man, thanks for coming on the podcast. You know, excited to to have you or to, to be down here and uh, and share the group fly story because since two thousand and eight, right? It's been right. it's been going. So right, take well, us man. take I, us all the way back. I want to know like where you grew up, all that stuff, and then we'll get into group fly stuff. Sweet man, I uh, I appreciate you having us on, man. Uh, you know, the the story for group fly, man. It's it's. It started out of a lot of passions that I had, um, really as an adolescent going into a young man, like, you know, played basketball, like my whole life, played sports, very involved with that. Um, And then I got into, um, you know, when I didn't grow, Mm -hmm. you know, an extra six inches to be, to play for the Georgetown Hoyas, (laughs) I I got my my growth stumped at 5'11", I uh, started like... Yeah, I just started doing like just start skateboarding right out of high school, okay. and you know that kind of got me into creative art. That got me into music because it was such at the time like that we're talking, you know, late nineties mm-hmm. when like it was awesome to be yeah. alive. Yeah, so, you're right. Yeah, I was born in 1990, so I kind of got a little bit of that oh, when I can remember, right? Just when your mom says, go out and play, and it actually right. meant go out and play yes. and come back before the sun goes down. Yeah. Right? So, so go out and play any video games or something. Right. So, 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 like, you know, in the 90s, you had this renaissance of, you know, music, of hip hop, of, I mean, really, you know, yeah, multi use, like, you know, creativity. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, fast forward. Um, you know, at the time I was doing youth programming, working with a lot of nonprofits and churches, and I was just like, man, I, I really want to use everything I love and kind of build a brand from it. And that's when Group Fire started. Gotcha. And Group Fire started in 2008. My wife is actually my first investor because I told her what I wanted to do. So yeah. we had saved up $10,000 for a minivan, uh-huh. you know, and uh, I still love minivans. You know, like I always want Oh, the van life, so, yeah. So the van life is, is the real life. But, yeah. So we took that 10000 and we invested it into Group Fly. And uh-huh. Group Fly, by definition, for us means a group of people elevating to a higher destination. Okay. So it's, it's a combination of just community, a combination of faith, but uh, and just cool rad stuff. So that's what you'll see, you know, in our brand and everything we do. You'll see all those different elements. You see sports. Yeah. You'll see action sports, skateboarding, just cool rad stuff. You know, yeah. cultural icons. 
and uh, we just started. And so, like, and you know, had no idea. Just Googled how to start a clothing brand. Right. And uh, I actually went to Rose State to learn how to do graphic design, and just always been an avid learner. And um, you know, of course, there's many influences. Of course. You know, but um, but uh, I mean, that's kind of how we started. And yeah. So just kind of taking what I had and and what I knew and just started to activate it. Yeah. And Back in the 90s, it was a lot of, like, you know, magazines were big. Yes. Right? You'd look to magazines, right. like you had your core following of magazines that you watch, and you'd always see, like, the skate brands would have, like, a right. sick magazine spread. Right. Right? Like, an actual, right. like, an awesome, like, two-page spread of a picture of someone, like, flying down the, you know, stairs Absolutely. or whatever, and there would just be a little logo in the corner. But right. you knew that was, you know, it was a DC, it was just black and right. white photos or whatever. Um, so you kind of knew that, and I'm sure, like, I, I mean, my, magazines subscriptions like I tried to skate like everybody else I think right. wasn't very good at it but I remember you know I wasn't getting was skateboard so. and I just wanted to be you just wanted to dress like that ride right. around like that you know um, vans weren't a thing in the 90s right there was later on they came in so it was a lot of other stuff but yeah that you're right that's a cool time to be alive wasn't right it? it was cool Right, music was good. Music was insane. Yeah, like and, and like, and, and I don't, I'm such a purist on, on like on the music. Like I like I, like I still have a hard time like leaving that era. Like yeah. you know, like you like you came in today. I'm listening to '90s hip hop. You know, this is. I don't know, but but I am appreciative of the new music, right. but it's just it's just not as good as the '90s. I'm just yeah. sorry, sorry guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're cool, but it's, it's yeah, you're not that cool. Yeah. Uh, so so growing up, like you, you know, you're in the skate scene, or you're in all these other scenes, and kind mm. of just like vision to start a brand. You Google mm. it. Who are the, who are those early inspirations that make you think? You know, like for me, like we just chatting now before setting up, and thankfully the guys here set up an awesome setup. If you're watching this video, this is not mine. The Group Fly team has done a great job of making us look really good today. Thank Shout you out very to much, team, Tori and Tony. Shout um, out to them. You know, like for me, like I base this is Oklahoma off a few different things, right? And I'm sure Group Fly, you kind of draw from different things. Right. What were those different things that you drew from for um, early on? Uh, I mean, I, I think what I, I think the biggest thing is like is is my faith, you know, because I, I I always want to be, you know, someone that um, that encourages and empowers. So my, you know, like you know, I'm an ordained minister, you know, I've been, you know, I was a youth pastor at 19, you know, but but just 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 wanting to serve people. So that was the first thing mm -hmm. first, and then secondly would be like, you know, would be I, I would have to say. I mean, there's this this rad dude that I grew up with. His name is Brandon Wilson, and right now, like, he's designed for Burton snowboards, mm -hmm. um, you know, multiple like high level deals. But you know, he, you know, he he was a graphic designer, and I was like, "How are you doing this?" Like yeah. he and like you know, I was a rapper too. You <clears throat> Back know, when graphic yeah. design was really hard to learn was, too, right? It was crazy. You know, <laughs> it was like, really you know, hard. It, I mean, it was right, right when like that was a thing. Yeah, and so um, he was a, also the the. Uh, creative director for a, a local skate shop called Ride Forever. Okay, and um, and he was a huge influence. So he had a brand called Elysium, and I that just was the coolest thing ever. Mm -hmm. You know, you go into the skate shop and just see the branding and see all the things that he did, and like this, you know, he was designed skate deck. And this is just like I was like, dude, this is insane. Yeah, and um, didn't know what it was. It's called graphic design, but I was like, I kind of put that in my back pocket, and then. Also, the other influence would be just music, you know, the album covers, the clothing, you know, yeah. you had like, you know, at, at that time, 
Man, you had like there, there's a brand called NYC, you know, Billionaires Boy Club, you know, with Pharrell, all this stuff is uh-huh. coming out. You know, you got Rockwares like coming out, and then you, you know you got Fubu, all, you know, all these different yeah. brands, and parallel with the skate brands that I love, like you know, like Shorties and um, you know, uh, you know, World Industries, all yeah. these cool you know skate brands, and, and it was just it was just like so you had all this emerging like subculture underground, you know, you know, I, you know, underground hip hop was yeah. a big thing for me as well, and so like all those things were, you know, along with my faith and want to do something positive and use this vehicle, that was, that's mm-hmm. really the crux gotcha. of Group Fly, and that's you know, um, and, and if you if you if you really look back, uh-huh. like a lot of the industry leaders are from that area. You look at Virgil, you look at Kanye, you look at Pharrell. I mean, we're all born in the '70s. Yeah. You know, we all grew up at that same time. So it's like I I call it the code, and me and my friends call it the cloth. Those are there's a special. DNA right. that I think I could tap into that other it's just because it's got I, I got to see it all. Yeah, I got to see Tribalquist. I got to see Wu Tang when it came out. I got yeah. to see like when Snoop Dogg made the Chronic, and I was that was all. I got Tupac. You know, yeah. I was there when he was popping. I was there when he got shot. Like we saw all of that. Yeah, and so, um, but I feel like that's the bedrock for a lot of creative culture today. And like, and and, and shouts out to you know the the, the new generation that are, that they are taking the baton and running with right. it. But you know. When I saw like Virgil, you know, he talks of the same things that I talk about, uh-huh. and he's the head of Louis Vuitton. I'm like, what a time to be alive! Yeah, bro. yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm forty. I'm, you know, I just turned forty-three, and I get to do this every day. This is my job, right? You know, I get to dabble in the streetwear. I get to help creatively with you know other brands and uh-huh. you know organizations, whatever. But um, I, I just trips me out. Yeah. So, but that that would be the influence. That would be okay. the crux. So when you went to Rose State, what was the decision to go to Rose State? Uh, and and at that time in your life, were you thinking you knew exactly what you wanted to do after you graduated? Were you already in the group no, life thing? I, I like, would tell you, that you you're, you're, this this is this is totally this is totally Avernism. And so at the time, I was youth pastoring. So I, I yeah. like, you know, I, I um, grew up in church, you know, it was a big deal. But I, you know, our, our, the church that I grew up in, like, you know, we make a skate park, we do hip hop concerts, you yeah. know, so like totally like, hey, you yeah. do what you do, but just be like, just be, you know, just just do it for the Lord and, and, right. and just impact me people you can. So like. A lot to, of energy. Yeah. The, yeah. A lot of energy. Let me do whatever. So I moved down here in 2001 to take over a youth ministry and, uh. And I just, I, I, you know, I was making like amazing flyers off of like, you know, Microsoft Publisher. Gotcha. I, but I just couldn't. Yeah, I'm looking at these magazines, Mike. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at these commercials. I'm looking at, you know, these album covers. I'm like, how are they doing that? Yeah. And so, um, I just, you know, again, just googled and just researched like, how do you do stuff like that? Well, you, right. it's called Adobe Illustrator and Adobe Photoshop. And like at that time, I was like, what is this thing? Yeah. And um, so that's why I went, that's why I went to Rose State because I want to make cool flyers. Gotcha. I want to make cool concert flyers. I want to make cool graphics, album covers. And literally, you know, I said, all I need to know is what, just teach me what these tools do sure. and I'll take it from there. So I went there um, and I was like, just, I mean, I was just entrenched with it. And uh, I did, and honestly, I did a semester, mm-hmm. learn what to do, <laughs> you know, turn back around, yeah. and then like our first album cover, yeah. you know, you know, I write, you know, J, yeah, JB on the show, yeah. So we had a group called Little Earth, okay. And so literally, that album cover, which is like, I mean, that album cover is, su- is such a mindful thing because we were the first like underground hip hop type of group that came with 
a full, you know, we had the skew. Gotcha. We had a, a full, you know, a full oh, yeah. spread on the deal. So, like, I mean, we were flexing on everybody, yeah. Mike. And, um, and uh, wow, like, yeah, that, yeah, that's why. Well, so also, I, like, so people, people listening might not know that when you used to get an album or a CD, was it wasn't just the case, the cover was was you pulled it out. It and it was, like you said, it was a spread. Yeah, right? when we did that, that took us to the top. Man. We were like, <laughs> I mean, you know, our, 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 I mean, our album was called like Live from Earth. Yeah. And like, so we, we, we did a, I did a whole photo shoot in the downtown bus station. It made it look like we were on Mars. Yeah. yeah and like, I think that year we won like Best Hip Hop Group. An OK, oh, an OKC from the Gazette. So like, you know what? Oh yeah, so, you're so, flying high so, but, at that point. But at the same time, that, that that's kind of like the the preparation for group flying. Gotcha. So like, you know, that 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 was like, you know, just doing things at the, like beyond comprehension. Yeah. Because people are like, how do you how do you do this? Right. It's like we've never seen this illustrator. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they never <laughs> seen that. You know, so like, so so that's been like a, a thing within me. You know, just to, just to create and yeah. and just try to do it outside the box. Try to do it excellent. So. Right, so that happens. Right. You're still you're working as a youth pastor at this point, doing right. the hip hop thing. Yeah, thinking the hip hop thing's going to take off, or are you thinking like, <laughs> right? Because I mean, I mean, me speaking for as a golfer's experience. Right. When I was in college, I was like, I'm be a professional golfer, right. make millions of right. dollars, I would travel the world. And, right, Mike, honestly, five bro, years later, I'm still here. Right, but I love what I do. Thankfully, yeah, you know, in that, like in that in that time, like like really, it was just like, I mean, yeah, we wanted to, to blow up and do right. that, but like. You know, I don't know if that was the goal for me. And then, like, I mean, honestly, throughout time, so 2001, 2005, you know, I'm still working mm-hmm. with nonprofits and, and, and urban ministry. And then I got to a place where in 2008, I just turned 30. It's like, man, I really want to, like, I really want to create a platform to where I can just be totally creative mm-hmm. and I can impact people. So that's when I started Group that's Fly. That's when Group Fly came. Yeah. yeah. So, but it was a combination of all those years of, you know, being in culture, rapping, touring yeah. with my guy, JB. And like man, like I found a man. I really don't want to be a rapper because yeah. like I can't remember all those lyrics. So <laughs> I, can't I started speak that fast. <laughs> so <laughs> I started making beats after that. So I went from rapper to beats, which is totally, you know, a sovereignism yeah. too. So like behind the scene, and then um, I just took that same formula that I used for our merch and our mm-hmm. CDs, and I was like, man, I'm just gonna just make awesome merch, yeah, awesome garments. So we can call it Groove Fly, make my own brand. You know, if Jay Z could do it, I could do it. Right, you know, and that and that and. That was that was it. Yeah. So when you pitch your wife, the you know she said she's your first investor. Right. What was the pitch? What do you say to her? What was that moment like? I so said I got an idea. You know what I'm saying? I know she's like, have- I want another one. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> exactly what my yeah, wife says too. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I, you know, here's something. I, you know, I, I want to start a brand because, you know, at the time I was doing like. I, I was I was I was like a keynote speaker, so I'd go out and mm-hmm. speak to different churches, and I was rapping and doing all this other stuff. I was like, man, I really just want to have one thing that I could just pitch and just uh-huh. be it. And uh, she was like, yeah, man, let's do it. I think it'll reach people. I think I think it'll help people and encourage people. So we did it, and uh, you know, we went out and made a couple of designs, did a photo shoot, made like lookbooks. So like, I don't know, what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I was going to different shops. Hey, you want to carry my T-shirts? Yeah, sure. I'm like. Cool, that was easy. Yeah. But I mean, just traveling to different sneaker shows, hip hop concerts, and so instead of like, I, instead of being the rapper, I was like, no, I'm just a clothing line guy. So guy I, yeah. yeah. So I was like in back of all the concerts, selling my gear, you know, giving it to people on the video shoot. Just, yeah. just really following the playbook that I, that, you know, I was, like I saw the guy from Fubu did that. So I just started doing that. Right. You know? And so set them out skate parks, uh, you know, going to skate shops. And, you know, it, it was just like, it was just a thing. And yeah. it began to grow gradually. And I was still, 
you know, at the time I was I was I was doing a nonprofit at the time, um, but so it was still like a side gig, mm-hmm. and then it wasn't until like, you know, 2008 to where uh, not 2008 but uh, 2010 I was like, man, I want to do this full time, yeah. and we just, you know, I, I got it. I uh, I reached out to a couple of people for investment, and this is a crazy story. Shout out to my boy Trent Ward, and uh, I had a meeting with him. I only wanted like. Like fifty grand, mm-hmm. you know, like fifty grand. Take it to the next level. <laughs> my homeboy Trent comes back. Hey, yeah. talk to my wife. Like, what about two hundred thousand? You know, and at yeah. that time, I had a hundred dollars in my bank account. Yeah, you know, that's a whole backstory to that. But so it was just like, man, it's just proving if you believe in something, if yeah. if, if the man upstairs put so many hard dudes, like follow that passion, follow that dream, because you like just beat that drum. And I've I got yeah. a million stories like that. Like, oh yeah, of, you know, you know, as, as the economy goes, like just. I mean, sometimes I don't even know how we're still doing this, but um, at that point, it just took off. Yeah. And so, like, we, uh, I think we got into Zoomies uh, a couple a couple years later. We had our first flagship downtown, which I wish I drove by that spot today. It's right across McNeely's. Okay. Like right in the uh, mid. What, what, what's that? What's that called? Midtown. Midtown. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like and where Kaiser's is, right, right across the street, right, right, right across the street from McAllister. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Is it, so we're, we're right yeah. in that. With so. that little like roundabout, roundabout, thing right is, north yeah. of that. Okay, know? yeah, yeah, where like Plant is and all right. that thing is. Right, I got you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, like, and, and uh, I had no idea mm-hmm. what I was doing. Like, I had no idea about sell through. Like, I mean, yeah. the first day we made like twelve grand in like. Four hours, like what is this? Sold out the whole store. I'm like, oh man, like, this I, is gonna be great. Yeah, 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 but I didn't even know, like, oh, I might want to restock the store. Yeah, <laughs> yeah people are gonna come knocking tomorrow. Yeah, and expect that stuff. Like, so it was just like I had no idea what I was doing. Yeah. You know? um, but um, but that, that's life, you know. Yeah, that's another great lesson, though, isn't it? It's like yeah. if you believe in something and you know you have something, even though you might not know what you're doing figure it out and go right. at it right cool like you learn from your mistakes and you learn from those lessons and your fan base still keeps coming back but I also know this after like being in this for 12 years like nobody knows what they're doing oh yeah yeah you know, so it's yeah. like it's like you start something and then you figure out the next step and then you, and so that that was a huge fear for me yeah. I mean I, I mean they're, they're like I, I can remember having like like 200 grand in the bank and just terrified to get on a, get mm. on to get on an airplane yeah, I had different men come out and see me. I want to work with you. I'll help you out. Just yeah. terrified to come on the airplane because I didn't want to like blow the money. Nah. And so that I mean that was I mean that's a whole other story, yeah. a whole other thing. But it's just like people don't think about that. Like you just, well, growing up, like I didn't grow up with money, right? So yeah. like the same thing, right? When you have some money in the bank, that's a significant amount to what you thought of growing up like right. obviously your perspective change when you grow up but when you're a kid and you're like wow I have a thousand dollars or I have two hundred thousand dollars or whatever right. it is in the bank and you're like you're right like first instinct for me is like spend it right <laughs> yeah, I want, yeah, I want yeah. a car right. I want a Porsche right. I want whatever right. like you know what can I spend this on and right. then we'll go back to zero and we'll figure it out right but yeah I can imagine that like having that money and being like how do you, not realizing or not even thinking how it right. actually happened, right? right. You get to the scene, like, like oh. how do we get here? What yeah. happened? Yeah, like, you yeah. just write it down and think, okay, I followed every step and now I have $200,000 in the bank. Right, right. So it's just like, and, and you just, but it's, here's your deal, like, like, failing is good. Yeah. You know, failing is super good if you learn from it, of course, but mm-hmm. like, and so that, and I, when I look back at that story, like, man, I had to go through all of that so that I could get to this point of like, yeah progressing and and having a calm hand and and still like you know growing incrementally and building team and 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 Mm -hmm. it comes back to like you can't do it all your own 
you know, um, this is not sustainable. Yeah. Got to have people you trust. And um, I mean, there's so much in there, man. Like, I, you know, Mike, I, I should write. Uh, I, hear write myself talk, I should write a book. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I should write a book. Yeah. <laughs> just give it little audio memos, like just chapter one and go by year and right. see you figure it out. Uh, How to blow 200,000. <laughs> chapter one. <laughs> <laughs> so okay so take to that moment right everything goes nuts you blowing up literally like everything is going crazy and you get to that point that you think wow we've made it right, right? you have two hundred thousand dollars in the bank and nick what happens after that like what year is this what happens next like i mean i think there's a lot there, i mean there's a lot of different things that happen next so we 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 begin to like you know, um, just expand. So like mm-hmm. we, you know, we, we got a got our own in-house production. I brought on some of my, my homies, you know, and like we, nobody in there knew what they were doing, but mm-hmm. we, we were having a good time doing it. Um, but, you know, we just, we just began to, um, you know, we, we got into a national retail uh, uh, Zoomies, you know, mm-hmm. shout out to my boy Dakota, if you're watching, you know, he helped us get in there. That's a crazy story how we got into that. But just begin to learn the business, you yeah. know, and some of it was carnage. Some of it was like, man, this is really cool getting these big POs. And, um, you know, through that is when, you know, also we began to kind of like develop, you know, we started doing like side projects with mm-hmm. other entities and businesses. And really, we, we I spent, I think, I think it was about 80K on a like cut and sew line. So cut and sew is like, you know, Basically, it's clothes, like custom clothes, like your yeah. pants, your jeans. Like somebody thought of that pattern. They went and got the fabric. They sewed it together. Yeah. They got it to a sales rep, took it to a store. That, that, that sales guy sold it to the buyer, and then it got on the rack. So gotcha. that's like cutting and sew. So we, 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 we did like, I flew out to New York a couple times with, and met my good friend Eugene. And we came up with this amazing, amazing, amazing uh, custom cut and sew premium line. So it was mm-hmm. like... You know, we have like, I mean, Letterman jackets that had the like the sleeves had like it was like having like a, like a premium like Italian like handbag gotcha. on a jacket. It was yeah. stupid, and so yeah. um, you know, we did this whole lineup, cost us eighty grand, sold it to a couple stores, and in the in the cycle, you know, once you you know right. once you put that investment on, like you sell it, then you go into production. That's a whole nother deal, and so when we went into production. We didn't have, you know, um, we, we had somebody guarantee the money for mm-hmm. production. Yeah. So I spent all that money thinking that, okay, cool, I, yeah. I sold it to the stores. We're, now it's yeah. time to produce. Now I need to get this other investment. Yeah. When it was time for that, the investment kind of fell through because it was like the economy went down. Yeah. So basically I lost 80 grand. Uh, so think about how many T-shirts you can make for 80 grand. That's a lot of T-shirts. That's a lot of T-shirts, my brother. That's a lot so, of T-shirts. It's a part of the game, right? You know? And so we recouped, and then that's when I had my first shop downtown. That lasted a couple of months, and then um, I had somebody approach me about expanding. You know, here I am back on the plane, back to L.A., back to New York. You know, yeah. buying from my new shop, and uh, that thing blew up. And so, just you know, really in two thousand was that two thousand fifteen. Mm-hmm. You know, I went from having like possibly two locations fully kitted out, like yeah. with my dream brands to like nothing. Yeah. And so um, and that's when you're faced with, you know, do I keep on fighting for this dream or should I just go get a just a gig and yeah. quit? And Pack so, it like, in, get a marketing job somewhere. So I'm you know. literally in my garage, bro. Yeah. Just 
you know, thinking of what am I do? What do I know? I know t-shirts, I know apparel. So I just begin to call people. Hey, you need t-shirts made? Yeah. Hey, you need somebody to design something? And slowly, slowly but surely, we started like what we know today as Groovefly Creative. That's our agency. So gotcha. now Groovefly Creative is like what we do. Okay. So that's how you pivoted into not just making money from what you sell merchandise, but it's using your knowledge from the past to help and add back to what you said earlier, being a pastor is adding value. Adding value. And so it's like, you know, went from, you know, literally working out of my garage in Oklahoma heat, no AC, (laughs) 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 to, you know, we dug ourselves out of that. Yeah. And eventually we got back to some uh, some retail, but um, basically to this day, like we've worked with, you know, we worked with, um, you know, we work with Sanders Energy. You know, we've done all the life church, a lot of life mm-hmm. church stuff. We've done uh, transformation churches, like they just bought the Spirit Center in Tulsa. Um, you know, huge, huge like Fortune 500 yeah. companies. We, I mean, we if I told you the names we work with, yeah. man, you'd be like, what? But uh, that's kind of what we do now, and uh, and through that, that brought the brand that 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 gave us the revenue and resources to bring back the brand. Gotcha. And so now I, I would say like you know it's two thousand you know twenty one like we had a record year where we eclipsed, I you know I doubled I I, I don't want to say numbers but like you know that 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 investment right you know we we killed that number Good. so I just I'll just put it like that awesome. we we killed that number but it's yeah. just like you know. It's a testament to like, you know, to having good people around you, to believing if if God puts something in your heart to do, like, you know, you got to see it through. Yeah. You know, even when it sucks, because the dude, it really did suck. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. Lie. When you I go from surprised. having, you go from making it right, right. And just like literally skyrocket to you know to loving life, traveling around around right. the country, meeting all these people, and having amazing Italian brands on your arms, all this right. stuff, right? Like, oh, it was great. And then you're like. Now what do I have? Now I'm in my I'm in my garage in Oklahoma yeah, yeah, with no AC. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're making shirts and you don't need an iron anymore because it's so hot because <laughs> so the shirts in come there. on there fresh already. <laughs> like it was you so know? hot in there. But uh but but like, you know, when I when I want to think about today, you know, and that's why like I'm so passionate, like, you know, I think this next pivot for us, Mike, is mm-hmm. like I mean, I really feel and this is real time right here, so I really feel like you know, for me personally, you know, as I grow my team, you know, I you know, I just brought on a GM. His name is Tony and uh, Tony Foster Jr. He's a crazy vocalist, good dude, but you know, he's kind of overseeing my operations. But I think the next pivot for me is like I want to create a space for the next Vernons. Gotcha. And I like I really feel like I went through that carnage so mm-hmm. I can help somebody else direct them on what to do. So I, I have a huge dream. Um, you know, and it's the kind of to build an infrastructure, almost to build a destination space where creatives and, um, you know, artists alike can come, have a place, mm-hmm. you know, office, have uh, resources to create, and then, um, you know, almost have like a, a destination spot for retail, entertainment, food, drink, whatever. Right. But it's all in this creative, like, ecosystem yeah. to where... Um, you know, people are thriving, and so that, and then, and the more that I want to coach people, I just want to just be able to be like, "Hey, let's talk about your business. Right? How can I help? You know, um, I, we started a nonprofit called Urban Bridge, and it's basically to do things, and we're going to bridge the opportunity gap for minorities, um, you know, through investment and venture, mm-hmm. and also we have an outreach arm through that called the Bridge on the east side. We got we got a uh, right off of Martin Luther King, 18th of Martin Luther King. We have a youth center called the Bridge, led by Marcus Jackson. Mm-hmm. Who also is a co-founder of Urban Bridge, to where we're um, 
just really like being a bridge of hope for young people and helping them learn financial literacy, helping them have a safe environment, helping get a meal, you know, yeah. help them that, you know, there's, there's, there's even, you know, they, they can go in there and have like, uh, uh, speak to a counselor yeah. and, and, and just walk, we can walk through things together. So, I mean, that's the pivot. And right. so, like, but I realized this, Mike, I had to go through all that. To oh, you've got to. Yeah, you can't yeah. just say, yeah, you're right. You have to go through all that. And because you can draw from all that knowledge. And when someone comes to you and you're like, hey, I know exactly how you feel because I've been through it. Yeah, right? I've been in the garage. I've literally been there. Like, <laughs> I've gone from flying to LA or New York to yeah. being in my, like, right. I know how it is, which right. is great because then they respect you. Right. right? Rather than some kid coming in or, or guy coming in or whatever it is that's just like, that sees right through you. That's right. the last thing you want. Right. Um, you teased the Zoomy story earlier. Tell me about that because we've got time. Okay, so all right, so I'm sure people listening are like, we want to hear that stuff. All right, so so the cool part, so you know, at the time I, I had a uh, I brought on a young guy, his name is Dakota Watson. He's an incredible creative. He's out in Cali right now, uh, living his best life. You know, doing photography. But uh, mm-hmm. at the time, he was a store manager at Zoomies. What Zoomy does every year, they do like it's called. The, the 100K. Okay. So whatever employee sells 100K of merchandise in the store, they get flown out to Colorado for this huge party, mm. you know? And so um, at the time, I think Dakota was like kind of interning for me. You know, he wasn't fully on staff with me at the time. Um, he was man, give me a couple of shirts. I just want to see if I can like talk to somebody about getting your your gear in yeah. Zoom because it's sick. You, you should be in this store. Like, cool. So I gave him a stack of T-shirts. And Dakota is such a... Uh, like he had zero fear, so mm-hmm. he's into, he ended up at the poker table at this event. You know, they, I think Little Wayne came out there. They, I mean, yeah. they, they they pulled out all the shops for all, you know, I mean for for their staff and and for the people that you know all the sales reps. And so Dakota found himself literally at a poker table, playing poker with yeah. the owner of Zoomies and like the the co-founder and then like the head buying rep right and so you know I gave him a stack of cards with our branding on it I gave him a bunch of shirts he goes dude so he's like uh, I asked where are you from I'm from Oklahoma you know what dude I got this brand out here that's killing it out here and you should check them out they, you need yeah. you guys need to pick them up they're blowing up and he gave him a card and gave him uh, like a shirt. They looked it up, and he came back. He goes, "Yeah, I think Zoom is going to call you." And like the next week, they called. Yeah, they put in like this ungodly order. This this order was like. When he, when he comes back and he says they're going to call you, you're like, okay, yeah, I was like, whatever, bro. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. get this okay. call for I get this California number, and it's the buyer, and he, and he puts his. He, I mean, the order was like I think the first order was like twenty five k. Yeah. But here, but here's the thing: people don't understand. That, that sounds awesome. That's a test order for that. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. And so here's the deal. Like, you know, you work, you know, that's at wholesale pricing. Right. And so basically, that of that 20K, like, your cost is roughly going to be about, like, maybe 10, 11,000 because you got to get it, right. get it produced, and then ship it out. Yeah. You got It's got to be bagged right. It's gotta, you got to beat all these different mm-hmm. requirements. But they just kept on coming. I, I remember they came so much one time, like, I was like, Man, I, I feel like we're not like moving units like we normally do. Mm. Well, I forgot mm. to send an invoice like for like it was like forty thousand dollars worth of invoices. <laughs> like, yeah, just learn, I, I never, I never had an invoice to anybody, Mike. Yeah, and so like I literally had like forty thousand dollars worth of like money just sitting in my inbox. So, yeah. like, man, I, I'm kind of we're kind of like this month, you know. It's like forty grand in the, you know, in the inbox. So it's just like, you know, just learn just simple right. things like you know, like we went from just like. I mean, literally, the group fly away, the Vernism, like, we would literally pack up our vehicles, yeah. go to an event, set up our little pop-up shop, and just do just 
cash yeah. transactions all day and, right. you know, do the PayPal swipe, whatever. And, uh, you know, kind of go to the next level of corporate where you have like, you got to send in an invoice and then wait 30 to 90 days to get it. Yes. And, and keep I, that on killed it. me. Oh, so I'm like, dealing with that now with the podcast. It drives me nuts. Yes. Yeah, so, so, <laughs> so, 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 and it's not that much money as well. Like it's like, you know, a couple hundred dollars. And I'm like, I'm waiting on it. Right. Like, so, so she flowed all that money out. Oh yeah. And then you're waiting. I think, I think ours was a net 60. Yeah. So 60 days. You're like, Oh, yeah. it was, and then and it's just, it's just painful as a, as a small business. And uh, I didn't know that. And at this time, you know, my banker failed to tell me that if I had brought the invoice, we would have loaned you the money. Like, yeah. really? You would have? Yeah, like, thanks. That would have yeah. helped out. Yeah. But uh, again, just learning terms and all that. But, you know, I, that, that's why I'm here to help you the next person. You need a person. book. There's so many stories here. And I'm just like, <laughs> I know that, you know, people listening, you know, will direct them to, to what you do every Friday and all the stuff. And if right. they're not already fans, obviously. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean you got to have a series just telling old stories, man, because there's so many. I, I just it? feel like a book. I need to write a book. Yeah. yeah I know I can't write. i got to find somebody to write it for yeah. me. Yeah. So excited about, obviously, this new pivot and transition. And, and, you know, I guess it probably, the clothing side for you now is like a release, a getaway. Oh, absolutely. Right? Like, it's like, oh, I get to go do this, and I know exactly what I'm doing. I get to hang out. I get to absolutely. go pop-up shop, meet people. And right. That's what you love to do. Right. But the pivot is where the real work comes in, right? It's the, you know, the creative stuff. Right. And, and it's not just clothing. It's There's so much other stuff in creative, isn't that? Right. So how's that going? What's the plans for this year? What do you think? Well, I, I think, like, the like last year, you know, um, you know, 2019 was like our record year for us. And I knew like my, my main goal in 2020 was to kind of like start um, to build a team. Cause I mean, I'm just like, I, I was, I'm brokering deals. I'm kind of doing arbitrage and stuff like, you know, getting in stuff, selling yeah. it all, selling it back. But, uh, but it almost brought me literally like I, I came into 2020, like on fumes mm-hmm. and I was like, man, I got to build a team. I, I got to get people around me. And so, um, you know, a lot of people don't know this, but in, you know, in June, you know, I, you know, no, let me, let me backtrack. I signed, uh, I worked out a, uh, I worked out a, um, I started another company called Propel and, uh, which was awesome because, mm-hmm. um, it was incredible. And then, you know, COVID happened. So I signed this deal in February. COVID happened. It's like, oh man. So that, 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 that company didn't have a, a long life. Yeah. And then June, like I was painting at my house. And I felt myself kind of like losing my balance. Like I woke up the next day, the room was spinning, you know, and then like I just threw up over, over everything. And then like I literally like was down. Like I couldn't like, yeah. like I think my, my equilibrium went out. Like it's kind of like had vertical symptoms. I was like, well, I'll just sleep it off. Well, two days happened, three days, four days, five days, a week. And I had like, it wasn't getting any better. So I don't know if it was like, you know, people serious said serious fatigue, serious fatigue, crash, or like even yeah. maybe COVID in my yeah. head. But literally, I was out June, July. I was like yeah. bedridden. I couldn't walk, couldn't drive, and um, I was like, I need to build a team. <laughs> so, <laughs> so like, I, I was like, so we made it yeah. through. You know, I don't know how we made it through, but we made it through that time. Um, that's a huge step building a team though because I'm like I'm right. early on in my podcast process and building right. you know the brand and stuff and mm-hmm. I'm like man I gotta invest and build a team and that's something that like it, it makes me nervous thinking about it and right. I'm sure people have been through that or are thinking about it right you get to that stage where 
you've got to invest to grow. Right. All the organic growth is now gone. Right. But you've got to, you still have something. So I'm sure that wasn't an easy decision. Yeah, and, and like it, you know, at this stage in the game, like, like I mean, early on, it's 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 like nerve wracking because yeah. you don't, you know, you got resources and all that. But now, like, I had to. Because mm-hmm. I, I just knew, like, you know, with being married, having three kids and wanting to be there for my family and then also just wanting to be here physically, mentally, and spiritually, I, I, like, I just I couldn't do it. Yeah. Like I, and so, like, I, I would say, like, I'm, I mean, dude, you, you can't afford not to. Mm-hmm. You know? And so, you know, right now, like, you know, our plan for 2021 is to really get into a space to where you know, we can put people on the team where they're just humming in their own giftings and mm-hmm. talents. And then at the same time, like, we're able to, I mean, be personally able to look at the high-level stuff, the high-level partnerships. So, you know, I think for Group Fly, like, the, the, on the clothing side, on the brand aspect, you know, we want to continue to expand that. Mm-hmm. You know, we brought in a lot of production house. You know, you see we do digital printing now. Um, also have a partnership with an incredible production house in South Oklahoma. And so, like, um, so you'll see Groovefly begin to really get back to some crazy mm-hmm. heights, but on the creative side, you know, um, you know, you, I want to do, I want to, I want to start doing brand strategy, um, branding yeah. for uh, entities, and then also apparel. Like we just do that in our sleep, right? But um, but just really help people expand and really push them to go to the next level. Mm-hmm. So whether that be, you know, website design, design, videography, um, photography. Whatever, whatever creative medium that you need, like we want to be able to speak to that, and we yeah. want to be able to t- build a team to speak to that. So, you know, there's no way personally that I could do that, but I know, I know what connects. And right. So, you know, you know, right now we're, we're we're talking with people that are just teachable, that have that talent, and you know, we want to see them expand. We want mm-hmm. to see them grow in their personal business, but we, we want to build a, a platform through Groove Fly Creative to where creatives can come on. Yeah, use the and resources and, and be, if needed, yeah. yeah. And so and so I think the next step for us is like, you know, we've we've made this space work. You mm-hmm. know, then I mean if I'm speaking candidly and I know right now we're actively looking for a larger space. Yeah. You know, 'cause we've got to expand. Right. You know what I'm saying? So but um but this space has been amazing. This is way better this was a space after the garage. Yeah. And like this space was this 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 is this this is a space that literally got us back on our feet and got us into the you know where we're not scared about our right. bills anymore. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. so like, it's like food on know, the table. We're all good. Right, right. Yeah. So we're feeling good. So like now, but you know, now we gotta. I, I know that the next step for us is um, just really just expanding, mm-hmm. and I think it just comes through. It, just, it, you know, I think it started with me personally just having, just being at peace with myself and being like, you know, like. You, you can't do this mm-hmm. on your own. Yeah. You got to expand. You got to grow. So like, yeah, you mentioned collaborations and stuff. Uh, I know you guys. What, was it Thunder recently collaborated with? You yeah. got obviously the the stuff with the Red Coyote as well. But mm-hmm. tell, tell me about you know some of the collaborations that you've been focusing on and building a brand through collaborating as well. Yeah, one of our good friends. Um, she is the uh, actually JB's girlfriend. She's amazing, mm-hmm. and so. Um, I, I know our Instagram. I just I just had a brain freeze. Francie, thank you, 
Francie, Francie, I, forgive me. I have to, <laughs> you know, you know your family. So Francie is, uh, she's on like the board or she's out of hell. She's on a high level with Team, you know, okay. and Team's a great nonprofit that really serves, uh, you know, um, you know, teenagers, uh, you know, uh, of their parents are incarcerated. So mm-hmm. it's amazing. And so the Thunder teamed up with them, and they came in and uh, like, hey, you know. We're going to come in and we're going to get some stuff for the young people. Well, basically what she meant to say is, like, we're going to come in and buy out your whole store. Did she buy everything, yeah. And so, like, you know, we, we were so excited to be a part of that deal. So they literally, we I mean, we had a lot of back stock ready for the holidays. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> it was gone. gone. It was like, it was gone. And uh, but, but it made me so happy because I know that those kids would be stoked to get this yeah. this gear. And so that that was a cool thing. Shout out to Francis, shout out to the team, shout out to the Thunder uh, for making that happen. And so that that that's probably one of the highlights of right. 2020 uh to be able to be a part of that. And then I'm a you know, I'm a basketball like junkie, man. Yeah. I mean, I love it, man. I'm watching the NBA every night. Huge mellow mellow fan like old and new, you know, but uh and then um yeah, that that was huge. Right. So like that's a dream of mine. Like that's a dream of mine to like work with like a uh an NBA team or like you know with branding. That that that's 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 a goal of mine. It's like to get our brand, you know, kind of at a level to where you know we need to do a collaboration. So a couple yeah. of my buddies already beat me there. I got a buddy in Dallas who's already beat me there like he did a whole collaboration with the Mavericks. It was yeah. insane. I was like, I want to do that so bad. Yeah. But you're in the right group of friends, right? Right. So Clearly. we just got to keep on just being excellent. Yeah. Man. What other collaborations have you done and some that are like, really important to you and just some that stand out? I mean, I'm uh, sure they're all important, but like ones that are highlight like the Thunder and other ones. I, I think another huge one, a life-changing one, was uh, to work with Mike Todd and his creative team mm-hmm. at Transformation. Uh, like, you know, he's like, you know, he's done stuff like He's amazing. So, like, he's an amazing communicator. That church is, like, amazing. Like, they did, like, I think he spoke at one of the Sunday services for Kanye. Mm-hmm. And so we did their, uh, we did the conference merch in 2019. And that was a special moment because it was, like, it was a ridiculous amount of merch. <laughs> so, like, I mean, I'm yeah. driving a box truck <laughs> to Tulsa. And so, like, and so uh, that, was, that, yeah. that was pretty awesome. And then after that, uh, 2010, I believe, 2000, yeah, 2010, we did, like, remember the NBA lockout? Mm-hmm. And so we did, um, it was supposed to be a, a charity game between Kevin Durant and uh, Blake Griffin, okay. which Blake Griffin was, you know, Kevin, they were, like, blowing yeah. up. So the KD shoe was out, you know, so, like, uh, LeBron was there, um, Melo, um, Chris Paul, um, who else? Uh, of course, James Harden, Russell Westbrook, and uh, so, like, and we did all the merch for the arena. Yeah. And so I'm li- I'm literally in the locker room, like making these group like gift bags. They're like they're all I mean they're in the locker room. Yeah. LeBron, you know what I'm saying? LeBron's jersey like is right there. Um, and then I'm down like I've got full access to the whole stadium. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm watching the game and I'm like right there. Yeah. Met Leo Chang. Leo Chang is the head of Nike basketball. Okay. And so. Um, just you know, you know, was able to build a relationship with him, and then um, it, it was unreal. So yeah. that 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 work there was like, you know, I, I guess I could say I have worked with. It's a pinch you moment, though, yeah. isn't it? Pinch oh, you it was it's crazy. Just like, a, is this really happening right now? And that and that uh, that right th- and that moment right there also just kind of took us to another level as well. But but I'll ne- that that was one of the. I don't think I slept 
up to the game. Mm-hmm. I probably I probably was up for like seventy two hours straight. Yeah. So like you know I was just like on adrenaline the whole game. I think I just passed out out there literally. Yeah. But um the, that that was like one of the, I mean. Uh-huh. I'm glad I started a clothing brand. Right. <laughs> like, well, yeah, yeah, we've made it again. Yeah. That's the thing, right? Yeah. And that's the people listening will understand that, like, you've gone through 18 years of business that it's an up and down, up and down the whole time, right? right. Success is never a straight line. Right. And it's just having that, you know, the confidence and just knowing that if I'm going to keep doing this, keep doing it, I am going to get those breakthroughs, those big moments right. with the church, with transformation, with right. my, you know, with all this other stuff, the right. thunder. And that just, you know, it, it elevates you another level, doesn't it? Right. But you can't put in all those hours. You're not going to get it without putting in all those hours. And that's what people need to understand. It's so true, man. Yeah. It's so true. Like, I I even feel that even to this moment now, I just feel like, you know, there's, I mean, there's a lot more to be done. I was thinking, just writing stuff down today, like, there's there's still that level of hunger that we got to have. And so, like, and 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 that starts with me. You know, I got to be, I got to stay hungry. If I'm not hungry, then... The rest of the team ain't gonna be hungry. They'd be like, "Oh man, I think we're cool." Yeah. But like, I just gotta have that hunger. Like, man, there's greater out there still. And so that's I don't ever want to lose that. But I mean, again, you know, I know me for me personally. There's, you know, you can't run that hard. You can't run. I'm right. I can't run like I would did when I was twenty nine thirty and just stay up all night. Mm-hmm. Like I have to be in bed by eight thirty or I'm no good. Like, yeah. I'm like or all the way. You know, well, nine, you have three kids too. Yeah. Like, yeah. I can't, yeah. I can't. I'm no. You know what I'm saying? So like, and then you know. Part of the partnership with the Red Coyote, like, got to start taking care of my health and, you know, getting right there. So, you know, maybe I need to jump on, a, jump back on, dust off my bike, bike and get yeah. out there, man, and just yeah. suck wind out there. Oh, it's man. easier. It's much easier on the bike than it is running. I find that anyway. It's easier right. on your knees, I guess. Right, for, right. For the older generation. Right. Uh, well, mate, this has been an absolute pleasure. Um, I'll finish with this. Uh, if you get one collaboration, who's it? Who's it with? Man, it, it would okay. So it, it's a tie. Yeah. Okay. So so it would. It's in the arena of basketball, okay. but it, it it would be either like Jordan or Adidas. Because like I mean, really, I go between both. You know, like, but leaning more towards to the Jordan brand. I would yeah. love to do a collab with Jordan. And um, number one, just to be in a Nike train of thought but then I you know I, I really love Adidas Adidas always kind of been my first love yeah. kind of but that was with, his you know, first love too right huh? Jordan was sure. they turned him down didn't they right yeah. right so like oh yeah that's right that's right yeah. but like Adidas with you know with Jerry Lorenzo Kanye and all those guys over there like that's pretty awesome over yeah. there and so um, so, it, so it, it would be like you know either or I'd right. be stoked but like probably leaning more towards Jordan I'm just a huge Jordan fan, and I and I love their, uh, I just love their brand. Um, but you know, the cool factor is like that mm-hmm. that Adidas is a monster, man. Yeah. Those guys are awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, so. they, and it's constantly reinvented, and it? it's right. so good to watch. And I, I mean, that's me looking at it from not having the vision that you have it. And I mm. said, oh, this stuff's really cool. I mean, I, I, just, I just, uh, my dad still wears his Sambas. You know, Adidas. Yeah, dude, that was like my. Yeah. I do. I want it. Like that was a shoe. Black ones with like the kind of yes, you know, the sole or whatever. I bought yeah, my daughter yeah. a pair last year, Damn. but that 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 shoe was like my. I obsessed over that shoe because it was weird. Like like growing up in Kansas City, like like soccer was a deal. Right. You know, it was it was in the indoor soccer thing. Yeah, but yeah, that yeah. Samba was like, I love that shoe. Yeah. So he still wears them. He still wears them. Yeah, he's got a black pair, and they actually came out. They came out with like a gold, a pair of golf shoes that looked exactly like the Sambas mm-hmm. but they just have golf spikes on them 
Nice. Oh, that's sick. We could talk about that for hours too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, I think for everyone listening, I mean, thank you so much for coming on. How can everyone find you? How can everyone get oh. a part? How can someone be a part of the team or ask for your advice? Right. Yeah, um, you can find us at you know our two two different spots. You know, our our retail offering is GRP fly.com and so it's basically group fly without all the vowels mm-hmm. and then um, you know our creatives on our creative side you know you can look us up at group fly creative that's grp fly creative and if you have a project or anything you know hit up me mm-hmm. at vernon at group fly.com or tony our gm and probably be quicker if you hit up tony it's just being <laughs> real. Uh, but tony t-o-n-y at grp fly.com and we're on all social media platforms G-R-P-F-L-Y. That's G-R-P-F-L-Y. And, uh, man, Mike, thank you so much for having us on, man. This has been a an awesome experience and I'm so glad that uh, you're able to come to our space man this is yeah, awesome this is sick um, for everyone listening thanks so much I'll post the links down below so you can click on them right away and get some merch and get some ideas and get some uh, some information but thanks for listening we'll catch you next episode cheers this podcast was presented by the Oklahoma Hall of Fame who've been telling Oklahoma's story through its people since 1927 follow them online at oklahomahof.com and definitely on Instagram at Oklahoma H-O-F. Catch you next episode. Cheers. Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. For more great Oklahoma content, follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram.